Hi, welcome back to Our View. Today we have a great show for you all about our trip to luxury RV resort Mountain Falls in the beautiful Smoky Mountains in North Carolina. Welcome to Our View with your hosts, George and Lisa Hernandez. Each week, listen in as George and Lisa talk about their RV and travel adventures all around the world. George and Lisa travel in their 40-foot Class A Tiffin motor coach and tow their Jeep Wrangler, always looking for fun and adventure. Hi, welcome back to Our View. I'm Lisa Richard Hernandez. And I'm George Hernandez. Today we have a great show for you all about our long weekend getaway to luxury RV resort Mountain Falls, which is located up near Lake Toxaway, North Carolina, in the beautiful Smoky Mountains. Yeah, it was a beautiful place. It is six hours from Hilton Head, just to give you a little reference, uh, direction, close to Asheville. About, uh, about an hour and a half from Asheville. Yeah, so relatively Asheville, North close. Carolina. So. Before we went, we'd heard all of these things about, oh, you got to go up to Mountain Falls and check it out. You know, you always hear pros and cons about things. People, some people were like, eh, there's really not a lot of stuff to do there. We always heard the, you got to go, it's beautiful, but there's always the but. Yeah, but there's nothing to do or whatever. And uh, the road up there is really... Treacherous, treacher- don't do it. Yes, so, you know, we had... We were there. We we had heard all these things, so we were excited to try it out, um, and a little bit nervous also at the same time. Not gonna um, lie, I was like, "God, I hate. I hope we don't go up there and we're just bored for the weekend." So, fortunately, we brought our friends Chris and Tracy, and Tracy sells RV lots in uh, Hilton Head Island Motor Coach Resort with us and View Properties. So it was a great opportunity to see kind of what other resorts do for their lot sales, and just you know just to kind of get an idea of not really our competition because they're in the mountains and we're at the beach, but just like other motor coach places and how they run things and what they do. So both of us kind of had that in mind as well while we were traveling up there and Tracy and Chris have been there before and they don't have a tow vehicle. And I think that makes a huge difference. Yeah. If you don't have a tow vehicle, there is nothing to do. You cannot walk anywhere. There is a pizza shop and a small grocery store that's right at the the outside the gate but if you don't have a tow vehicle that's it those are your options yeah like you're not going anywhere and it's about 30 to 40 minutes to a grocery store yeah so i looked it up the closest grocery store is 27 minutes away which doesn't seem like a lot until you drive 27 minutes away and if you have a tow vehicle it's not so bad but you do have to drive Yeah, you just have to be mindful of that and plan ahead. But we did bring our tow vehicle. We brought our our Jeep Wrangler. So it kind of opened up like a whole new um, world, I guess, uh, for for Tracy and Chris. And um, it gave us gave us an opportunity to do a little bit more exploring, I think, which was which was really fun. Yeah, we were able to go into uh, what was the name of that town? Cashiers? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and that was a cute little town, nice restaurants, lots of shops. We didn't make it to Highlands, which is supposed to have even more shopping and be a little bit bigger. And that's about 40 minute drive from the resort. Yeah. So tip number one, if if you're going to go there and you want to explore, you need a car. 
Yeah. Um, if you want to go and just relax, it is a beautiful place to go and just relax. Yeah. And we'll, we'll tell you all about the resort. They, I, I think they did a fantastic job setting it up. I was very happy. And so let's just get into it. Let's just start from the beginning. So you pull in and there's a, a, a welcome center, like their, their, their main office. Um, it's a gated resort. And the, the you know, it's so funny because we have with just different landscape there, but it was just green and lush and the flowers. It was very, very beautiful. Just immediately when you pull in with like stone gates and, and, and just very, very beautiful. So we went in, checked in, uh, they like normal, they had a, uh, a golf cart person that, you know, a, a, an escorts you to your, to your sites. Yes. We had two sites. So we got kind of a feel for both different, the one that George and I were staying on because Tracy and Chris had their dog. So they wanted a bigger space to, you know, take care of the pets and stuff like that. So we just had a pl- very, very plain site. It was literally just a 40 by 60 parking pad, really. Yeah, it was a few little the, chairs. the most basic of basic. There was nothing, nothing there. There's others yeah. with casitas. There's others with uh, pavilions. And we'll get into all that also. So we had the basic one. They had a more upscale one that was i thought it was beautiful it was beautiful it had it so it was like a covered um pavilion pavilion i guess is what it's called and then there was a fireplace and mountain falls is one place that allows you to have actual fire with wood which i i I do love i mean there are things when i go camping like rustic camping that i don't like to have that like smoky bonfire smell in me all the time but there's just something about like being in the mountains and having a wood burning fire and like adding wood to it. It was actually cool in the evenings, which was awesome for us coming from the heat of South Carolina. Yeah, the temperature did drop at night, which was very nice. Yeah, yeah. So we got there, we got settled into our spots, and it was a Thursday night. And so we rented a golf cart, which I highly recommend. It's very, very hilly. Um, to get around the resort, you're really going to want to have a golf cart. I think it was about just under four. It was like $380 for three days of a golf cart. We had it for the whole time we were there. It's a little pricey, but it's worth it when you see the hills that you would have to climb to get (laughs) to 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 the the pool. Yeah. To get to the pool, to get to almost everything. Yeah. Yeah. So you would either have to, you could drive your actual vehicle up to the pool if you wanted to go to the mountaintop pool. If you bring a vehicle, if you don't have a vehicle, then you're walking. Yeah. You better get a golf cart. Unless you're just really into walking uphill exercise, which yeah, some people are totally into that. So, anyways, just be prepared for that. Don't don't think you're um, going to be able to just kind of walk up to the top of the mountain. And it's a it's a fairly large resort. I mean, it's it's um, it's walkable. It's just the hills. Just yes. keep that in mind. Yeah. So we got on our golf cart. We went around, and we realized that Liberty Coach sponsors a free cocktail cart every Thursday. Apparently, let me repeat that. Liberty Coach sponsors a free cocktail golf cart that drives around all what afternoon for a couple hours. No, I think it starts at like uh, four o'clock or something, and it they they go kind of around the whole resort. We, Five p.m. to seven p.m. I have it here. Oh, okay, yep. And um, that's that's one of the things that's pretty cool. When we checked in, we got a packet with all the rental stuff, and it had all of the events that they've got going on and all the different days. And um, I thought that was, you know, it's really nice when you come in as a renter to have that information. 
and feel like you're part of the community. Yeah, I think they did a in. fantastic job with the the packet. Um, it has everything from, like Lisa said, the events to the closest grocery store to the closest dealer if something's wrong with your RV uh, dealer, um, RV washes, everything. I, I, they did a great job with it. Yeah. So, and of course, lots for sale. Yeah. So we definitely let loose and enjoyed the cocktail cart that evening and had some drinks and um, we rode up to the top of the mountain, uh, which they call the Ridge, um, in our golf cart. And it is just an incredible view. I mean, it had just maybe, did, we had rain, right? Was it, it had just It rained? had just rained, and we got there, and it, it, the rain stopped. So it was. And so you kind of know why they call it the Great Smoky Mountains. I mean, it was just beautiful view vast vast view of the mountains and you could almost see like the smoke like the you know the hay. yeah the clouds were settled in the yeah in, in into the mountains. the mountains and it was just so beautiful and at the at the they call it the ridge which is the top of the resort that's where all of the like luxury mac daddy oh, super duper nice like i think almost every spot had a prevo in it yeah, and I guess like they say in real t- real estate, um, location, location, location. That is prime real estate, and I can see why. That, like Lisa said, the views were just unbelievable. So I w- we the owners that we met during because we were riding around on the golf cart, kind of chasing the cocktail cart, and also exploring the resort at the same time. So we met a lot of the owners that were out, who were all super friendly to us, and we were just talking about. You know, we mentioned that we sold real estate at Hilton Head Island Motor Coach Resort, and they were talking about the real estate there. So the there were one, two, three, four, five lots available for sale on the Ridge, and they ranged from seven hundred thousand dollars, which was literally just a forty by sixty parking pad, and then up to one point nine million that had a coach house on it. They had one point two, one point three, and one point eight million. So it all kind of depended on the the size and the quality of the coach houses that were on there but we're not talking about like i think one of the owners told me if you sliced it up like by the size of the lots and put them all together it's about eight million dollars an acre is what they were selling for yeah i think that's that's what they but you know when we when we say casita these things are absolutely beautiful so you know 1.9 seems really really high but again, location, location, location. The casitas, these people did. It's more like a house. It yeah. Really, it's, it's like a tiny house. It really is a house, top. but you can't have a bedroom, right? I, I, I'm not sure of the exact rules, to be honest, but I'm sure people probably do sleep in them. But they have beautiful kitchens inside. Of course, a bathroom, you know. A lot a, of them are two stories. A living space. And then like a beautiful like covered porch. Most of them had like beautiful fireplaces. So, I mean, you would just be sitting, I was just standing at the top of the mountain and looking, not even sitting from your own spot. It was just so beautiful and so peaceful. I could really imagine just really enjoying that space. Yeah, I, I, I could totally see why they bought there and why they built these things. I mean, there was one that was under construction that was going to have an infinity edge pool that was right on the edge of the, the mountain. That's going to be just incredible when that's done. Yeah, I, I don't know if that is for sure an infinity edge pool. I, I feel like that looks like something that they're going to do landscaping in, but 
Um, anyways, no, we, well, we oh. saw the the catch basin on the other side. Oh, okay, maybe. Um, anyways, at the top of the ridge is where their clubhouse is and pool. So you also have like the main pool and the top of the mountain is just incredible views there. Also, yeah, um, and there's they got some fire pits out there. What is that? What was it like? Shuffleboard or bocce ball? They had bocce ball. They had shuffleboard. And I think they had two pickleball courts up there at the main... Um, Top of the mountain. They call it the ridge. The ridge, yeah. So, I mean, sitting in the pool, you're just overlooking the mountains. It's it's really beautiful. And the uh, clubhouse was... It felt like a mountain lodge, um, which you walked in and there was like a bar. So, I mean, I'm assuming we didn't make it up there for any of the events. Or I believe there was one we were invited to on Friday, but we ended up going to dinner that night. Yeah. And... I was like, wow, this is just like a really beautiful place to hang out. I got the feeling of a mountain lodge, ski lodge, and a country club feel. Yes. That's, the, uh, yeah, that's a perfect way. It, yeah, it felt exactly like that. And it was like beautiful inside, very well decorated, very well put together. You could see that it, it's just so inviting, it, yeah, I guess it was is like, the word. It was comfortable and casual, but yet that country clubby lodgy you felt at home there it was really nice yeah and i did drive by there friday night when we got back i don't remember why i was driving around in the golf cart but it was packed there was a ton of people there i think they really do a lot of stuff together yeah that's what that's what it seemed like anyways so there's a total of 230 lots there which is about yeah. uh, uh, just really actually about half of the size half. of Hilton Head Island Motor Coach Resort. We have four hundred and two or three—I forget the exact number. Um, about but um, they have uh, one hundred and forty-four original lots and then eighty-six lots on the ridge. Which <laughs> it was interesting. They had like a whole frequently asked questions sheets that I thought was that was pretty cool because I'm I'm sure. <laughs> Everyone that comes in, they ask the same thing, apparently. When you, when you have a list, it's because you've been asked a million times. <laughs> yep, yep, that's right. We really, in, really enjoyed our Thursday night. And on Friday afternoon, they have a nine-hole golf course, uh, three-par, right? Par three golf course built into the resort. And Tracy, Chris, and myself decided to go play. And I was a little hesitant because it's built into the resort. And I'm like, man, I don't want to hit a golf ball into one of these RVs. But they did a great job, and and there was just really no way to hit an RV. You would have to be really, really bad. No, you could hit the sand traps and the water holes very easily. We did that a couple times. (laughs) But it was um, for par three, it was a beautiful golf course, laid out beautiful. And for me, it was really nice because... I play here in the low country, and hence the name low country. Everything's flat. We don't play any elevated holes, basically. So it was nice to get back in the in the hills. And there was one hole that was, oh, my God, it had to have been 300 feet elevation down, you know, hitting down to the green. So that, that was really cool. Yeah, I was the golf cart driver, and I enjoyed that. It was, it was uh, I'm not a golfer at all. But, uh, but you was, did a fantastic job driving. Thank you. Thank you. It's the least I could do. Uh, so that night we went. Uh, oh, and by the way, the golf course is free. You just jump on and play. Oh, yeah. Yes. So saying that there's nothing to do. If you're a golfer, that is one thing that you can do there. Um, you may not be, you know, something that you want to do every single day. But there are a whole bunch of golf courses in the area, right? 
Yes, and uh, Liberty Coach also sponsors a golf tournament. Um, so they were having one, well, I guess we missed it big time, but May 20th, they had a, a golf tournament at the place. I can only imagine what that was. That was probably a, a drink up with golf on the side. <laughs> yeah, so um, it says, if, is golf your game? Check out some of the area's finest golf courses. Uh, it's uh, so they get this was came in the packet also looks like there's one two three four five six golf courses in the area um it says sapphire national golf club is an 18 hole golf course about six miles away canesti falls golf course another 18 hole golf 18 hole golf course says uh, approximately seven miles away yeah Red, so the closest one is seven and the furthest one is 37 if i remember correct redbird golf club nine holes executive seven miles away um falcons lair golf club 18 holes 22 miles away and then yeah 35 miles and 20 miles so yeah plenty of golf up there if you're a golfer uh this might be something for you to check out and from i i spoke to somebody there and they told me that the golf courses are very well kept, and there's uh, a couple that are really, really fancy high-end golf courses um, if you're really into golf. So I had stalked the website before we went there just to find out, like, okay, you know, is there anywhere that we can go out for a dinner or just to get out of the resort one night? And so we found that there was uh, Greystone Inn, which is, it was really only like 10, not even 10 minute, 10 minute drive away. You out of the gates, go left, and it's up a couple miles, and then you go to this. All the roads are so winding in the mountains, you know. They're like mountain roads, so maybe only like three miles, but you can really only go like thirty-five miles an hour. So yeah, that one was exactly four point one miles away, and it took ten minutes to get there. Yeah, yeah. So we really enjoyed the Greystone, and if you're staying in Mountain Falls, I would highly recommend checking it out. Get a reservation, go early, have a cocktail. They have so like up on the hill where the inn is and it's like it's kind of like an old it's there's a lot of history there it's like a kind of like a ski lodge feel again but it's like a lake house mountain lake house and i i think i love mountain lake houses um yeah it it, it was beautiful and i think the we went up to it's called the mansion bar which was part of uh the resort the, the not the resort the country club and that was really Greystone cool. Inn. Yeah, yeah, that was that was really part nice. Of the hotel. Yeah, yeah, and they did make very good cocktails. You had a espresso martini, and I had I don't even uh, remember. well they they made great drinks, and they had a lot of I call them foo foo drinks. So they tasted great. The only complaint I have is I ordered a smoky old fashioned which just ended up being an old fashioned because their smoke machine was broken but it right. was it was a good drink. Yeah, maybe I was the one that got the espresso martini it was made with real espresso. It was really really delicious and um it even even in the cooler season it would be a great place to just go like have a cup of coffee or um a hot chocolate and sit out you can sit in Adirondack chairs overlooking the lake. And then you walk a little bit down the hill to the restaurant and the restaurant is all of you of the lake also. And um, it's like a high end restaurant. We had an excellent dinner. Yeah. The, the food was incredible. 
The service was incredible. Great, great wine selection. Um, and like Lisa said, you can't you can't beat the view. And unfortunately, it was raining because I was there. And um, <laughs> we'll tell you a funny story about that in a minute. But I wish we could have sat outside because they had tables outside. That would have been incredible. But, you know, it is what it is. We still had a great time. The view is phenomenal. Yeah. So... I think like Chris had the trout. I had, we, we had the steak. Um, it had like a sauce with it and potatoes. The bread was excellent. Oh, they had the, bread they had the salted butter. But George, yeah, I, th- I think it was the salted butter that really just put the yeah. bread over the George top. Was like, please, could we have some more butter, salted butter? Yeah, and then I wonder why I can't lose weight. And then we had dessert too, I believe. Yeah, we had. Oh, you had a creme brulee that was a espresso creme brulee. Yeah, so we had dessert, and I ordered an espresso cream brulee. Creme brulee. Creme brulee, which was really different and really good. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't expecting it to be that good. Yeah, so we had a great dinner. Went back to uh, the resort. And I think we were done by that time. We had a long day because we had stayed up kind of Thursday night following the free drink cart around. So we had a nice relaxing dinner. And then Saturday we got up and Tracy wanted to go to the pool and George and I wanted to take an opportunity to just go do some off-roading and do some more exploring. So, um, oh, that Friday before we went to dinner, that's when we went to Cashers. Yeah, yeah, and we explored the town a little bit. It's did a little bit of shopping. Yeah, it's very small, not nothing. Yeah, major, I mean, you know, it, it was nice to get into town. If you want to just get out of the resort for a little bit, and you've got a car and want to do a little shopping, see some different restaurants. What was we the name of that the bar? Yeah, tavern. Well, we went to a little tavern. They had actually had great food. It would have been a good place to have dinner, but we just had an appetizer. Yeah, and all the food uh, that was, was coming by something was, dog. Yeah, uh, tavern. Yeah, we'll, keep we'll, talking. We'll I'll find it, it. We'll put it in the show notes. So we we kind of left early on Friday, went to the dinner, came home. It was our night. And Saturday morning, George and I were like, all right, let's go hit some trails. So George takes the doors off the Jeep, which and the top down and, you know, which is great when you're like driving around. But when you're going off road and it rained the day before, you're probably going to find mud. So uh, one of the guys actually that works at the resort uh, told George about, he's like, you take that Jeep off road and uh, just gave him some ideas of places to go. So we wanted to check it out. So the only place we really got to, but it was, it was just like a really super easy, but a nice trail. It's, it was in gorgeous state park. Is it a state park? Yeah, it's a state park. State park. So you kind of like would go left out of the resort Go about a mile down the road to the gas station. Take a left. You'll see the sign that says Gorgeous State Park. Go right in there. Follow the trail. And then it will say like ATV 4x4s only. We took that. um, What's that? Off-Road X uh, app? Yes. If you do off-roading and you have that app, you can probably find the trail on there. Um, I had a little bit of a difficult time finding the trail, but I did track it um, when we went in. We spent uh, about two and a half, three hours, maybe. Yeah, I was going to say around three hours. Yeah. It was a very easy ride, uh, mostly dirt uh, road, not any really challenging. 
I mean, you could go back there probably with any four by four with at least with the, with at least a six inch lift. I don't even think you need a six inch lift, but you need some. You need definitely a four wheel drive. There was some some parts that were very loose gravel, steep climbs that if you don't have a four wheel drive, I would imagine would be very difficult. But that was it. The rest of it. The only other obstacle is that it is a one lane road. So if somebody's coming back when you're going down, you got to figure out who's going to move. That happened to us once, and no big deal. They they've got a lot of. Um, Pull apart, pull to the side. Yeah, lines. pull whatever they call those, and so yeah, we got through no problem. Yeah, and so you take the trail and you get to the very end. Well, I, you could go further, but the trail is only open September first to January first to go over this like metal bridge. But we got to the end of it, and you can actually camp out there. There was two people camping right by the side of the of the of the river, and it's sort of like. um like the water was running like rapid water. Uh, it was just, you know, you can hear that sound of the flowing water and cold, crisp water. So we, we got to the end and we took our shoes and socks off and kind of waited around in the water a little bit and took some Which pictures. was not as cold as I thought it was going to be. Well, it was, it was July. So I know, but usually those mountain streams are always cold. Yeah, it's true. But it was refreshing because yeah, we were absolutely. hot. Yeah, so. absolutely. That was that was pretty cool and worth just the ride back there. And then we did a couple little offshoots of that trail. Like I said, it was an easy trail. Uh, we did because of the rain. We hit like two mud puddles, and of course, this one had to you know get the whole entire jeep muddy, which included the inside of it by going through. I'm like, you're in charge of cleaning this mess up now. So I don't even know if it's cleaned yet. It's still not clean. Yeah, I haven't had time. I want. I got to bring it to the detailer, but that's a whole nother show. (laughs) Yeah. So we we just quick side story. We were on the trail and we saw this guy on a motorcycle, like a big, um, a dirt bike. Yeah, kind of uh, enduro bike, half street bike, half uh, motocross bike, and uh, we kept seeing him. And I was like, damn, this guy's just rocking it. And then all of a sudden we got to where the puddle was and he was stuck. So he asked if I could help him. Luckily, he's a smart guy and he's probably been stuck many times. So he didn't throttle it down and dig it even, even deeper. So I jumped out and basically muscled the bike up, lifted it up and got it out of the way. And he was like, oh my God, thank you so much. I would have been so stuck. So that's where the puddle was. And oh, it yeah. was way deeper than I thought. And when I hit it, I hit it hard. Yeah. Yeah. And I got a little mud inside, whatever. Oh, yeah. Okay. After So we got back, and then George spent like two hours trying to clean the mud out of the outside so that I could even get in and out of the car since it was our only vehicle to go in. And then Saturday night, we made uh, dinner, dinner at the lot. And it was, no, Friday, we made dinner the, the first night. I made my chicken. And we were supposed to have ribs that night. And after we went mudding, we went to the pizza place. Yes. And that was surprisingly very good. And that is right outside the main gate to Mountain Falls. And uh, the pizza was very good. Uh, but remember the family that was sitting next to us? So it was a family of five, I think, three Look. small kids. And the dad ordered a medium, medium calzone. And this thing was massive. It fed the whole family. Like literally one calzone felt fed the whole family. Yeah. And then he looked at us and he's like, 
Can you believe they have one size bigger? That's the family size. I, I can't even imagine how big that thing was. Yeah. So actually, yeah, the, we had, um, I got a pepperoni roll that was gigantic and it was really good. And a salad. I thought I was just going to get like this little pepperoni roll and mostly focused on the salad. And no, it was a giant pepperoni roll. I didn't even eat. I only ate half of it. No, I was I was very impressed with the place. I would definitely go back there and, and eat, yeah. eat again. And then there's also like a little, it's kind of a, it's, I don't, I wouldn't say grocery store. They just sell a few little necessities. Convenience store. Yeah, but they've got like some meats and cheeses and stuff like that. Uh, and that is, is that where the wine shop was? Yes. Yep. Same place? Wine. Yep. Okay. Yep. So that was right outside the gate. So we got back in. Chris was supposed to be making ribs that night. Uh, that didn't work out. We ended up getting pizza again. Also, but, uh, a side note, you can get to that little shopping center with your golf cart. There's a path that goes straight to that shopping yes center. so if you don't have a tow vehicle don't let that stop you from going i just wouldn't you know you just have to have the right expectations and and know be pre-prepared that you're going to need to you know bring some stuff with you if you just want to hang out at your lot yeah if okay so let's let's do this real quick how many days would you stay there if you didn't have a tow vehicle and, would, th- and this is us everybody's different but I don't think I could do more than three nights, three nights. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Cause you know, you go to the pool and you can play a couple, three play around of golf. golf. I mean, I love golf, but there's only so many Cook out a couple nights and right. chill. You know, it really just depends on what you like to do. There isn't really TV or anything up there. Um, they do their internet. Was, no, they, they have, their internet they have was cable decent. TV hookup. Well, yeah, but I mean, it wasn't, but you're not going there to watch TV. That's the whole thing. Right, right. That's, I guess, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We, um, we never even hooked it up, but they, they did have it available. Yeah, I forgot. They did. They had a list of um, I think there were some hiking trails that connected to the resort, wasn't there? There was actually a lot of hiking trails in the area, I suppose, if you wanted to. I mean, it's good enough exercise just walking around the resort. A lot of people have pets, so just walking your dog would be good exercise. The best exercise we got was chasing the, the beer truck. <laughs> the, the, the uh, <laughs> liquor golf that's, cart that's not true yes it is were, the lady kept looking at me the like golf cart the lady looked at me and she's like how many lots do you own here now because she kept just running into me everywhere and then yes. it was the, our running joke yeah yeah you're really just supposed to get your one drink that when they come by your lot but well, i only got one at a time <laughs> they're probably like dang renters Ugh. i don't really think they care yeah Anyways, we, we believe it or not, ran into some friends that we knew from Hilton Head Island Motor Coach Resort. So we invited them over for dinner to Tracy and Chris's lot. And we all just hung out. We made, a, we made a fire that night and just relaxed. It was really, really nice and relaxed. So relaxing. Yeah. And, and the other ironic thing, well, not really ironic, but um, we met some owners at Mountain Falls that are also owners at Hilton Head. Um, so that was good talking to them to get kind of a comparison and the husband brought up a couple good points, which we've already talked about. They're both beautiful resorts, but they offer completely different opportunities. I guess they go there to relax and get in the mountains. And when they go to Hilton head, it's, it's all about convenience. Everything is right there. Yeah, the beach, so, the restaurants, everything. So if you're looking for a place where you can just go right outside the gates and do all kinds of things, Hilton Head Island Motor Coach Resort is amazing. You really, I mean, we have not in our travels yet found another place 
that is so convenient is Hilton Head Island Motor Coach Resort. We have like, you can walk literally right outside the gate and there's a Mexican restaurant. A block up, there's a seafood restaurant to the right, a seafood restaurant to the left, a pizza place, a steakhouse. There's there's 15 restaurants within literal walking distance. If you want to ride your bike, you've got about 50 restaurants. Oh my God. Nightclubs, bar, not really nightclubs, but bars and, and there's golf courses everywhere. We can ride our bike to the beach in 20 minutes. We've got our pool there, pickleball, tennis, amenities. So... Well, we don't have the casitas and the coach houses and that kind of thing. We do spend time on our lots, but a lot more time is spent riding our bikes around and stuff like that, enjoying actual Island of Hilton Head. Yes. And I can vouch that. So the beach is a mile away from the resort. And if you walk back from the beach, there is a bar or a restaurant with a bar on every block. Yeah, we did that one year for our anniversary. Oh boy! But uh, it, I think it's a little bit longer than a mile bike ride to the beach, but it's it's only about 15, 20 minute ride. And there's what like fifty miles worth of bike trails. Well, plus, right outside the resort at Hilton Head Island Motor Coach Resort is the Breeze Trolley, which is a free trolley. And so you couldn't be if you have no tow vehicle. Hilton Head Island is like the best place. Like that's why we went there so many times before we had a tow vehicle. Yeah, we we're like, so, wow, we, you know, we, we really, kind of got spoiled by that. We really need. We I don't think we've ever done a full broad uh, podcast on Hilton Head. We need to do that, but for right now, let's get back to Mountain Falls. Okay, so that was really it. I mean, it was such a relaxing time. It was funny because I told George, I said, I don't know what it is, but I'm just so tired today. By nine o'clock, I was ready for bed and I'm usually a night owl and I don't usually sleep very well. And it was just, I think maybe it was just so calm and peaceful there. I just finally relaxed for a minute and had a great night's sleep and, and really just enjoyed it and enjoyed meeting the people that were there. Like I said, we met some other owners from Hilton and Motor Coach Resort. We, the, the lots were just incredibly beautiful I wish that we could have uh, covered pavilions where, where we own because it, it made such a difference. So you can choose your lots when you go to rent there um, at Hill at a uh, Mount Falls, Mountain Falls. I'm pretty sure. And uh, I guess the one. Yes. Yeah, so when you go on the website, you can choose the exact lot that you, you want and uh, they'll, they'll vary in price. Um, I think the, are the prices set by the owners? No, 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 no. It's set. It's set by the resort. Okay. Why don't I go through some, just real quick, as a yeah, recap. Go ahead. Some of these frequently asked questions that they gave us the sheet for. Because I don't think this was on their website. We got this when we were there. So it says, how many lots are there? There's a total of 230 lots, uh, 144 in phase one, 86 in phase two on the ridge. The standard dimensions of the pad of the lots. Each pad measures 20 by 60. Each lot measures approximately 38 by 92. On phase two, they're larger, which the pads are 20 by 70, and the lot measures approximately 50 by 100. So just slightly larger. Um, what options are available for the lots? Um, in phase one, pavers, outdoor living spaces, meaning kitchens and fireplaces, etc. They're all, of course, all of these are subject to the Ar architectural control committee. And then on phase two, they can have coach cottages, pavers, arbors, outdoor living spaces. Um, they have a 50 amp hookup. Um, phase two has a 200 amp hookup. So that's for the coach houses and stuff. They do have like yeah. full heat and air and all of that kind of thing. The clubhouse and recreational facility amenities include 
a library, bar, fireplace, lounge, meeting room, outdoor fire pits, garden terrace, fitness center, two pools, two bathhouses, two hot spas, an executive nine-hole par three golf course, pickleball carts, and bocce ball. And it says, how does ownership work? Each fee simple lot is individually owned, while all common areas such as streets, buildings, and amenities are owned in common by all the lot owners through the POA. Uh, they have standard 50 amp hookup. And they're, oh, what, what are the maintenance fees associated with ownership? Uh, it's $1,260 quarterly. So every three months, $1,260. And that provides um, upkeep and maintenance of the common areas, including the golf course and individual lots, water sewer, cable TV, trash pickup, and Wi-Fi. What I thought was interesting is that they maintain the individual lots there. And I, one thing I really loved, and I think it made the resort so beautiful, not to get off track, but all of the lots were so beautifully landscaped and perfectly maintained. Like there wasn't like one crappy one that someone hasn't really done that much. Ne- right. You know what I mean? Like they were all beautiful. So if you're choosing a lot or going to go up there, like, you know, debate based on how much your lot is upgraded may be different, but the actual landscaping is all very beautiful and very consistent throughout the resort, which I thought was really, really nice. And very clean. Yeah. The owners are responsible for paying for the electricity and any telephone service that they have. How big can the cottage houses be? And they can be up to 400 square feet of enclosed finished area. Covered porches can be an additional 500 square feet. So I would guess those ones up on the ridge were maxed out, especially the ones that were listed for 1.8 and 1.9 million. Um, I did notice some of them are two stories and they make that possible. So I'm guessing maybe they can put four on the first floor and four on the second. Yeah, because they were definitely bigger than 400 square feet. Right, right. And they said for cost of building, um, as a rule of thumb, it was $800 a square foot. Um, Ouch. Yeah, yep, yep. Um, It says, what will the down payment be? You can get financing on them. They require 10% earnest money down. Once you purchase the lot... You can begin um, approvals for your coach house. The resort is open year round for owners and renters, and they only allow class A motor coaches 26 feet or longer. And I thought it was very interesting. George took a ride around a couple of loops um, and counted all the Prevos. And if you're not familiar with what a Prevo is, they usually started a used one is about a million dollars for about a 45 foot motor coach. Yeah. And, and I took a ride in the golf cart from the entrance to the top of the ridge, and I counted 30 Prevos just in the ro- on the road that I was on. So A lot of high-end A luxury, lot of high- And on, on the ridge? Were, They're all Prevos. Yeah, I think 95% of them were Prevos. And that's probably why Liberty Coach, who sells those, uh, was the sponsor for a lot of events at the resort. Um, some other things that w- they have going on that, like, for example, I, I, I should probably read through that or just and you can check out on their website. But like Fourth of July weekend, they were having muffins and marathon and, and they were having a Jeep rally, which I wish we would have known about. So one of the owners is a big four by four Jeep guy, and he put this thing together and they were going to have vendors and rides and it just sounded like a really fun time. Yeah, it says Independence Day celebration, music by Benton Blout from America's Got Talent, and food prepared by Sergio Castro and his culinary team. 
And then Saturday, July 2nd, they had outdoor games, bounce house, barbecue, lunch, and more. And then they had classes like Fly Fishing 101 starting June 3rd, Fly Tying Class. Um, so I guess there's probably a lot of fishing up there in the rivers, actually. You can oh, probably absolutely. Do fly fishing. Yeah. Um, Two Scoops Tuesdays, sponsored by Marathon Coach on Tuesdays. Sips and Sounds, I think that's what was on Fridays. So a lot of different, you know, activities going on just right in the resort, which I thought was, you know, if you're going up there and saying, oh, there really isn't anything to do, there were... They'll find stuff for you to do. Yeah, and, there are a lot of activities within the resort. That they a have. lot of these events are sponsored by Liberty Coach and Prevost, which is really nice to have you know somebody sponsor it and that they care about the resort that much, especially since they're... Yeah, I mean, ninety percent of the coaches rich, uh, there. I'm like, I think we've got like a hundred million dollars worth of coaches here. Yeah, just on that one road. <laughs> yeah, so probably Ooh. worth their investment to give. Free. We might have to go back in August for the Millennium Disco Party. Oh, that yeah. sounds like fun. Yes, that does. So, what did the resort do right? Oh, so for so me, anything for me as a driver, I'm going to start right at the gate. For me as a driver, it was very easy to pull in. They had three really big lanes for uh, staging for to check in. And then they had a dedicated entrance right down the middle for the owners, I can only imagine. And then obviously the exit lane. But it, w- it was very easy to pull in, park, disconnect your, your rig, and then you follow the uh, escort in, which was very nice also. Yeah, like sometimes people complain about um, different resorts being really tight to get in and out of. I don't think that was a challenge at all there. No, no. We went right in yeah. and right out. Streets are uh, wide enough for two RVs to pass each other side by side. It would be a little tight, but I think plenty of room. Um, the escorts got me right in the spot. No problem. There are a lot of hills, so it, it makes it interesting parking, but no big deal. Um, as far as I loved their main office, um, it was very nice, big roomy and they offered swag, which is nice. So they had t-shirts, mugs, hats, um, umbrellas, just everything with mountain falls on it to make a little extra money for the resort, which I think just helps in the operation. I I wanted to get a shirt, but. I, when I went up there, I mean, they had some things, but it wasn't like a ton. But there was a flyer in the in the little packet that I saw, but um, there wasn't a huge selection in the club. No, but it's something, you know. And if if somebody wants a a mug so that they remember Mountain Falls, they can get it. Hmm. Where I don't think Hilton Head has anything. Mm, I don't know. They might. I haven't been. <laughs> we always just drive right past where the Welcome Center is. Yeah, I mean, I we don't, don't stop for anything. But yeah. it was. I thought that was nice. Yeah. Golf course. Par three, nine holes. I I thought that was a, a really really nice amenity to have. And For it was free golf, very well maintained. I I enjoyed playing golf there. Yeah, obviously the drink cart, which we mentioned a million times, that was a lot of fun. The clubhouse was beautiful. They have two clubhouses, right? One on the ridge and one down below. It wasn't really a clubhouse. There was just like a smaller pool with like a little bathhouse with there. Okay. Yeah. What else would you say they did right? Um, I, I mean, really everything. The 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 women in the front office when we w- told them that we wanted to go jeeping, they were super helpful. 
Actually, the, you left the light on in the Jeep and uh, we called the front desk and they sent a maintenance guy over and he helped jump your Jeep. When we got back from muddying, the lady was so nice at the front. She was like, oh my God, let me let you into the maintenance area so you can use a hose and, and clean your Jeep off. All of the people that we met, you know, on the little golf cart, um, we really probably wouldn't have met a lot of owners if we hadn't been there on a Thursday or maybe gone to one of the other events, which we weren't there for, but they came out to the to the cocktail cart and everyone was sort of like standing in the road and just very, very friendly people. I had read some reviews about people being like snobby or whatever, and I didn't get that vibe at all from Not anybody. Not at all. Everybody was very friendly and warm and just, I, I didn't get snobby at all. Even, even up on the ridge where you would think, oh my God, a million dollars, yes. you know, yeah. they were outside and having fun and talking with us and having cocktails. Yeah. I, Teasing I, us for riding down that one. They're like, okay, get the golf cart down. Yeah. You get it back, to push up. it back up. <laughs> that was a cool lot. Yeah. Yeah. I, this one lot was off by itself. Um, and I, I wonder if that's like the original owner or something, because that thing is way off by itself. Beautiful view and massive lot. Yeah, yeah, but it's not really developed yet. So, but I, I, I think they did a lot of great things. I really don't have anything negative to say. I think the biggest negatives would be, you know, people say, okay, you know, how long is it going to keep me entertained to be in this area? And it really just depends on your personality and what you like to do. If you're looking for a place that you can do a bunch of different things, bring your kids. Mm, I think my kids would be bored there unless they just go to the swimming pool or if they really like to go hiking. Yeah, you if really we went have with to kids. Search, search out some things to do for kids. Um, it wasn't like, oh, let's go for a bike ride because you couldn't ride your bikes there. I would say I think if we brought kids, and our kids are older, so I'm talking about younger kids to older kids, I think we would have to rent like a pontoon boat and go out on the lake and do something because they would be bored to death after three days. And, and it's a beautiful place for us, but for kids, it's like, whatever. You can go swimming do? at the pool and that, you know, depending on the weather. But if, if it wasn't good weather, you'd be like, what am I going to do today? Yeah. Right. Yep. So I think that would be the only negative. And the winding roads getting up there truly uh, was nothing compared to, we, we always compare everything to the road going into the Redwood Forest in California that was like so treacherous. I swear to God, I was like standing on my feet as we're going downhill and on into a curve. And there's these like flashing lights saying, slow down, slow down. Like, yeah. so I guess after we've been through that, like the winding roads to get up to Mountain Falls is really not that quote unquote treacherous. They, they, they they weren't as bad as everybody made it out to be. I was a little worried, to be honest. But once we got there, the, if you're a new driver, yes, it's going to white knuckle you. There There's a lot of turns, and you're going uphill, you're going downhill. And if, if you don't know to swing it wide, it, you could get in trouble. But when we were talking with our friend that we met up there, um, he was towing a rather large trailer behind his RV and he did say that on one of the turns he didn't swing it wide enough and he did scrape the guardrail with the trailer. I think he had like a 20 foot trailer. Yeah so you know you're talking about 60 plus feet that he's trying to maneuver that's that's really tough that's ballsy I would say um, but there were a ton of 20 foot trailers up in the storage place so people do it you yeah. just you just got to know your limits and 
Go it, slow. Go slow. Don't I mean, worry about who's behind you. Don't worry about who's honking. You do you. And it, it, it really wasn't that bad. Um, I wouldn't do it in the winter. That's for damn sure. Right. Right. So that's it. I think that's a great um, a great episode. I think maybe maybe next time we'll just talk about Hilton Head. We're going to go to Hilton Head Island Motor Coach Resort. Yeah, I think we need to do one because we always uh, reference Hilton Head with everywhere we go. And, uh, you know, I look back through our podcast and I don't think we've done a dedicated podcast to Hilton Head. Well, we're going to be there for the 4th of July. So next week we will give you our podcast about everything that we did and tips and tricks for Hilton Head Island Motor Coach Resort and what to um, do in the area. We could probably talk about that forever because we live there part of the time. Yes. And um, and then what else do we've got coming up for shows? I was going to say that. We've got a uh, trip to Michigan coming up. We've got a two-week trip to Michigan, which I would love uh, any um, any tips on that. We're going to see some... I grew up in Michigan. We're going to see some friends from high school um, for four days like in southern Michigan. And then we're going up to Mackinac Island. And we're staying in Mackinac City. And then we're going up to Pictured Rock in the Upper Peninsula, we're going to come back down. We're going to stay at her side in Petoskey. Then we're going to drive down to another one in Harbor Springs that also has owners there. We're going to do a couple harvest hosts in the middle of that. And then we're going to end up in Knoxville, Tennessee for a long weekend at Windrock doing some jeeping and camping in the air. So we'll tell you all about that. Uh, and, and if you're in any of those areas, please reach out to us. Drop us a note. Let us know. And... We would love to have you on the podcast and talk about the area and what we should do and what we can just any advice would be great. Yep. So we've got that in August and September. We're looking forward to bourbon and beyond. Oh my God. I cannot wait. Yeah. So that's in Louisville, Kentucky. It's a four day um, music festival that includes bourbon and, uh, gourmet food trucks and uh so lots of live music we've got about like five other motor coaches from our resort going to bourbon and beyond this year and then that's in september and october we're going to fantasy fest for a week in key west florida and then we've got tailgating season so we've got a really packed schedule for the rest of the year and we're we're gonna have a lot of great shows coming up for you so looking forward to that yes we're gonna crank out the podcast because we're finally back on the road and the wheels are turning yes so follow us on our tiktok which is our view we got a lot of videos on there we haven't been too good at doing uh, youtube videos but we we do like to do the short videos on our view on tiktok and you can look at our website it's called rviewpodcast.com you'll have all the pictures from all of our social media instagram and travels um, I think our view from the road is our Instagram handle and uh, our view podcast.com is that's R the letter RV like RV RV IEW podcast.com. Um, we'll have the link to all of our shows, our show notes, and you can read all of our other podcasts and subscribe and contact us from there. So if you have any questions or comments or want to tell us the great places or advice and tips on any of the things that we've got coming up. We're always welcome to that. We enjoy you listening to us. Thanks so much and have a great one. Safe travels, our friends. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Our View. Don't forget to drop us a line at rviewpodcast.com. That's the letter R, viewpodcast.com. And like, subscribe, and follow us so you don't miss out on our next adventure.